1: What is the least scary movie <laughs> you've ever seen? <laughs> it might be this movie. Scary movie.
0: I was going to start us off by asking if there's a movie that we've done that I liked worse than Scary Movie. Oh.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we ended up liking, well, enjoying Jason X. That that movie will like haunt us, I think, moving forward in all of our podcasts. We always, we always bring it up, <laughs> but... I think we ended up enjoying it.
0: Oh, what about Apollo
1: 18?
0: Oh, that's true. Apollo 18 was boring. (laughs) I struggled with how boring that movie was, given that it had a pretty good concept. Scary movie just doesn't do it for me in any way. Like, it's like offensive but not not offensive in like a piece like I'm being PC about it kind of way but offensive in like a even their raunchy jokes aren't funny kind of way it's offensive to good taste
1: <laughs> it's just it's it's not yeah you know I saw this in theaters as a kid i What what year did it come out? I must have been in high school. Two
0: thousand. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I was in high school, and so this stuff was funny to me at the time. (laughs) This was all the stuff that made us laugh in high school. I want to say, and rewatching it, it's just like cringy. I look back at Megan in high school, and I'm like, "Ew, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) This is (laughs) this stuff isn't really that funny anymore." But it was kind of fun to go back and rewatch it trying to find the part that could withstand the test of time and I not a whole lot I'm I'm with you Kate
0: not a lot you know when I tried to think back to this movie I, I kept on thinking of scary movie two for some reason
1: mm-hmm. the guy with the hand
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the hand and that's also the one that has the um, sequence of Regina Hall as Brenda fighting Samara from the ring coming oh, out of the that's TV. Oh, right. like, And I was like, I kept on thinking that that was the first scary movie. And I'm starting to suspect that Scary Movie 2 might be better than mm. Scary Movie 1. Uh, but I have very little interest in going back to verify that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we could have used this on our Gremlins 2
1: episode.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe I don't want to sully my memory
1: (laughs) I'm trying to imagine having to watch scary movie one and two this season and I don't think I would have liked it very much Uh,
0: it would have it would have been tough the thing I can't get over is how much money this movie made when it came out oh I know it was so
1: popular everybody wanted to see it
0: Everyone loved it. I mean, its budget was 19 million and it made 278 million dollars oh in the box god. office. Oh my god, of course they made a million more. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. They made so many sequels. But of course they did. Like, I think that it had been like kind of a long period since spoof movies had come out and this like kind of revived the spoof genre for like yeah. w- worse, I think. <laughs> yeah it's very
1: like naked gun that kind of satire spoof goofy humor and uh, this was like our turn right for our spoofs I think that's why it was so popular this was this came out and was making fun of the slew of 90s uh 2000s horror movies, teen movies that that we had, they're all kind of similar. You know, there was a certain style going on at the time, a lot of Wes Craven stuff. And this movie just makes fun of all that. And I remember being really excited to see it. Like I wanted to see what jokes they were gonna make about this stuff. It was like jokes you made to your friends about how dumb tropes are when you mm-hmm. go see a movie.
0: It made me wish that we had put scream in for this season, because I think that scream is actually a pretty funny movie and in some ways does a better job than scary movie at satirizing some of the scary movie tropes. That's true. That's
1: another, it, this movie is a satire of a s of almost a satire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A movie with a lot of satirical elements. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> We need a
0: plot, I guess, right? Like, what is the plot Uh, even for this movie? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so a very tight summary of this plot is that a year after a group of high school teenagers dispose of a body of a man that they accidentally killed, they are now stalked by uh, this ghost-faced killer who they suspect is maybe the guy that they killed the year before or maybe it's someone else in their friend group there's a bunch of teenagers headed up by Anna Ferris as Cindy Regina Hall as her friend Brenda John Abrahams as her boyfriend Bobby <laughs> the plot of this movie doesn't make any sense if you haven't seen <laughs> Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer and it, it doesn't really matter <laughs> The plot doesn't really matter at
1: all in this movie.
0: Yes. As I was watching it, I was trying to like find a through line, but I feel like they're just so interested in like making jokes that the plot just feels very like secondary.
1: (laughs) I was looking at my notes for this and all I was doing the whole time I was watching this movie was just every time a joke happened, I was just writing it down and it's constant. It just doesn't stop they They're constantly tossing in like little throwaway gags or a dig at somebody, right. <laughs> it makes you forget what's going on you're just You're just constantly like laughing right, if you're into this this sort of thing, but the plot disappears. a bunch of kids die. That's about it.
0: Yes, there's a lot of death in this. I thought it was really funny to read. Roger Ebert's review of this movie because <laughs> oh he actually liked it a lot. He gave it 3 out of 4 stars. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know. Thought it was fun, um but he did caveat that if you hadn't seen like four right. movies like <laughs> prior to watching this movie, you would have no idea what was going on because some of the scenes in this movie are literally like a shot for shot like spoof from the yeah. movies that they're making fun of. Right, right. You were saying that
1: that Mike hadn't seen Scream and he was watching this with you. And it just made no
0: sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mike was watching this with me and Mike was like, "What is up with this officer?" <laughs> And are like, why is this weather person behaving this way? Or like, what is going on with this thing? Because I don't think he's seen um, I Know What You Did Last Summer either. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, he was trying to watch it with me. Oh, what a bizarre movie to watch. And he and he was just, like, so, like, lost because, <laughs> because this movie relies so heavily on you being up to speed both on pop, pop culture and also um, having – seen these movies that were like total huge blockbusters within the like 3 years prior to this movie coming out. Everybody had seen those movies.
1: Yeah, this this movie really relied on that and and they, you know, knew that people would have would have seen that. So it's so funny to me to think Mike hadn't seen those movies. This movie just would not make any sense. I I really wish I could have been in the room and watched Mike <laughs> watch this movie. I, I didn't
0: even realize it until he was asking me about the officer doofy character which this character has not aged well i hate He's, officer
1: doofy He's so i gross. hate it
0: so much he is a, an intellectually disabled character that they just use for like the grossest jokes and like it's so oh my god it's I know. like it's just top to bottom offensive like it, it's just and it's not even good <laughs> of course spoofing david arquette's officer character from scream um who i think his name is officer dewey right? dewey yeah he's dewey in scream <laughs> and in scream he's just kind of naive and like inept like you know he's like a junior officer and here they make him like yeah like i said he, he's mentally handicapped in this movie <laughs> And actually,
1: it turns out he's not mentally handicapped. At the end of the movie, he ends up being a hot guy who like drives away with the news reporter. <laughs> so what the heck was all that? <laughs>
0: Which only makes sense if you've seen The Usual Suspects. Oh, and I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, so, endi- so the okay. ending of this movie only makes sense if you've seen the usual suspects, which now I, I have spoiled the usual suspects for you, Meg, if That's you ever right. watch
1: it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an action movie, right?
0: Um, yeah, it's kind of like a thriller mystery type movie. They're trying to find this yeah. big crime kingpin named Kaiser Soze and they're interviewing Kevin Spacey like throughout and he's like telling the story of like, you know, working for Kaiser Soze or whatnot. Kevin Spacey is a physically disabled man in mm. this movie. Um, okay, and then at the end he does he pulls in Officer Doofy and <laughs> and starts walking normally. And then you realize that Kevin Spacey was Kaiser was Kaiser Soze the whole time. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's how much this movie relies on other movies. Yeah. Like it's just not even limiting itself to horror movies. It's got so many references to other no just pop culture media from the 90s I wonder
1: if anybody today would understand the river dance reference
0: is Riverdance <laughs> still a thing like do people go see river dance I think river dance is a thing but I don't think that they advertise it on infomercials like they used to because I I yes. remember learning about it like when I was a kid you know, you'd be like after school watching TV and a Riverdance mm-hmm. commercial would come on. Yeah. Usually bookended by a by a Celtic woman CD commercial. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so if you missed that, there's like this really quick throwaway joke uh, with Riverdance happening. And I was like, oh, that would be very jarring. Like if you didn't know what this was, why are they doing this?
0: I mean, early on in the movie, getting into some of these dated pop culture references yeah cindy's in her bedroom and all of a sudden the dawson's creek theme song starts playing (laughs) and james vanderbeek peeks his head through the window and he's like oh wrong house and then leaves (laughs) (laughs) i know again like what
1: (laughs) it's just a random nothing scene that they had to toss in it's just a
0: smattering a true true smattering of just, like, pop culture references, and, like, I think that that, like, dilutes the horror spoof. Yeah. Because it's not just them spoofing horror stuff, it's them kind of spoofing everything in the 90s, in a horror setting, I guess.
1: Yeah. Another horror reference we do get, though, is Blair Witch, and it's my least favorite it ties in so well to the raunchiness of the humor of this movie mm-hmm. but it's like the worst scene they could have chosen to spoof which i think is why they did it which is you're looking up the camera woman's nose and all this like snot starts pouring out of her nose while she's crying like i hate it
0: it's so <laughs> gross it makes me gag every time i watch it i i think that um <laughs> i think that that one was pretty good because when you're watching yeah. Blair Witch, you're just like, Ugh. yes,
1: <laughs> yes. It, cause it starts. Yeah. She gets a little like wet around the nose, but she doesn't actually like ooze boogers, <laughs> but you're like waiting for it. And then this movie just takes you there. And it's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> that was kind of a funny bit.
0: I, I think so. I think that when they spoofed a couple of the horror elements, Especially at the beginning of the movie, that like kind of sequence with Carmen Electra is probably mm-hmm. the strongest yes. sequence. Spoofing the opening of Scream with Drew Barrymore, pretty like on the nose, right? Like they're kind of hitting beat by right. beat, like the opening of Scream. Yeah,
1: and they they do a good job making fun of the stupid decisions that horror movie victims make. Yes, during, throughout the sequence. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I did think it was really funny that. <laughs> Um, she had a choice of weapons and there is like a machete and a gun and she picks a banana. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I thought the joke where he stabs her and it's her boob. <laughs> it's like her fake boob comes out. So she's all right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Who was that supposed to be by the pool? Was that supposed to be Dennis Rodman? It was supposed or to be Prince. Prince. Like,
0: it was Prince. Okay. Yeah.
1: Did she date
0: Prince? Um, I don't know.
1: Like, what is that? Why Why are they referencing Prince?
0: I, I don't actually know why they were referencing Prince. Yeah. I was just kind of like, people in the 90s were weird about gender things. So maybe they're just making fun of Prince.
1: <laughs> yes, they definitely yeah. were. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought, too. But I was like, she dated Dennis Rodman. He's kind of crazy. Like. I can I'm kind of surprised I didn't make fun of that a little bit but yeah there's a lot of I don't know how to categorize I guess it's gender stuff gay stuff trans stuff it's there's a lot of that in this movie like the 90s were not comfortable with this topic no
0: there's a lot of gay panic in this movie there's an entire character (laughs) where his sole purpose is to make gay jokes and gay panic jokes.
1: And then turn out not to be gay at the end. Right. Like, it's just to fuck with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it It's very weird. I, there's another character, which is the coach, who is yes. trans or intersex or something. They're so into, like, showing that this woman has balls. I don't know. I was like, what right. is this? What is this? Like, roll like, out on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> it, this
1: woman is actually... Um, A bodybuilder she's she's not a man yeah but but uh that's I I found that funny like that she was comfortable like playing I guess a tranny PE teacher that gets made fun of
0: we can definitely leave this in the episode but that is a very offensive term (laughs) I know
1: (laughs) that's how this whole movie is though I I mean this whole movie is it. that's how it approaches all of this stuff right like It it's not, it's not nice. It's
0: (laughs) It's not not a nice movie. Yeah, and it's not even like, it's not even punching up. It's like punching down on so many things. I mean, like uh, all the like, gay jokes, and I don't know. I'm just I just like struggle to find a lot of stuff in this movie funny. Like the stuff, the stuff that I found funny were like stupid things in the background for the most part. Like things that I wrote down. One part where I actually laughed out loud was in the opening sequence. She's you know making her stovetop popcorn, um, and mm-hmm. every time they show the popcorn, it's bigger <laughs> until it gets to be like huge, <laughs> like the size of the whole oven. <laughs> I like, la- yeah, I-, I laughed at that because it was just like a funny visual gag. But uh, yeah, struggled with a lot of the other jokes.
1: Yeah, I I liked the um, gag where she they're spoofing um I know what you did last summer and she's like what is she she's screaming and like turning in a circle she's like where are you or come get me or whatever and she just keeps spinning yeah (laughs) and spinning and spinning spinning. (laughs) that made me laugh (laughs) out loud
0: yeah I thought that those like those things were good where I was like yeah make fun of the horror movie things like you know yeah the specific stuff in horror movies that are really goofy
1: Oh, Anna Faris shaving her face and then her tongue, <laughs> like <laughs> she's getting ready to have sex. I think, or for her party. <laughs> yeah, she just starts like, yeah. This
0: is the first movie that Anna Faris was ever in. Oh, was it really? It okay, because
1: I was gonna say this is the first movie I had seen her in, and I loved her. I thought she was so funny. Yep,
0: she had never acted in anything before this movie.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: so they they took a chance on her, but they said that. Uh, she was just such a natural at like hitting these like comedic moments Um, and she is she's a great comedic actress I love Regina Hall I think Regina Hall is like Mm -hmm. the funniest she's great actor in this series she's she really keeps it together for me
1: (laughs) I really like her scene in the theater when she won't stop talking yes and she's just making such a sight of herself and everyone in the audience takes turns stabbing her to
0: death it's terrible that whole sequence is scream 2 yeah so like if you haven't seen scream 2 which i think that you, you get diminishing number of viewers <laughs> the deeper into right uh sequels that you go <laughs> so it is funny that so so much of this movie relies on Movies that like maybe not everyone would have seen or like sequel like sequels to movies too because I mean the opening of Scream 2 takes place at a movie theater and uh one of the characters gets stabbed in the face in the bathroom just like <laughs> the guy does here except he gets you know sta- stabbed via glory hole in this one.
1: Yes. Yeah, glory hole joke. We also get a terrible joke about a high school student getting raped in jail. That's a joke in this movie.
0: Yeah, because everyone thought that uh, that you know gay rape is super funny. Um, it's love, very funny. Yeah, a gay rape joke. Um, <laughs> what about horror? Did what a you, mess. Did you feel like there was anything in this movie that was like scary or? anything
1: I wrote down nothing for horror <laughs> I could not nothing scared me and and everything that was trying to be horror ended up being a joke and also mm-hmm. the plot didn't matter like there was nothing that brought me in enough to this movie to even give me a good jump scare I just I couldn't I could not be scared of this movie I'm sorry. I failed. No, it's okay.
0: (laughs) I I had one moment and it was a reach for me. It was something that was just maybe more a little gross than scary, which is I think it's Cindy who breaks her own leg at one point. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That is
1: gross. Yeah. It's like one of (laughs) those like
0: like like cringe moments because you're like, oh, I don't want to see that. But it's not not scary. There's no tension in this movie. This movie is like a through and through comedy. Yeah, I mean, I said at the beginning, like, it it ushered in this, like, new genre of spoof movies where it's not just spoofing the, like, genre or series, but it's just kind of spoofing everything going on in pop culture. Like, there's date movie and epic movie and, like, five more scary movies after this one. <laughs> so many things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not another teen movie.
0: I will say, I think Not Another Teen Movie is pretty funny, though.
1: Is it? I kind of stopped watching these by the time that one came out because I had had enough. (laughs) So I never saw it.
0: You know, I think Not Another Teen Movie does a good job of staying within the genre. Like, it doesn't really go outside of teen movies. It does suffer from the same issue of you need to have seen She's All That Mm -hmm. and... Uh, drive me crazy and you know all those movies Mm -hmm. like it's helpful to have seen them uh, before watching that one but Chris uh, a very young Chris Evans is in it and is very funny
1: that's right yeah 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 well we had the Wayans brothers in this movie which I did enjoy they they had a I I enjoyed them in their heyday
0: they have good energy
1: and this is this is their heyday yeah yeah i think there's like four brothers in this movie right yes different roles
0: so one of the brothers keenan waynes uh was the director and one of the writers right yep right and then we have
1: there's marlon Wayans. marlon Wayans plays plays himself basically on steroids he's just like crazy in this one (laughs) and then sean's Sean Wayans is the character who's questioning his sexuality the whole movie and ends up not being gay at the end.
0: Right, and then yeah. there's an additional Wayans brothers who has a very brief cameo when they're in the movie theater watching previews. There is, I thought that this was funny. There was a preview for Amistad too, which like, <laughs> like what? So funny! <laughs> what a funny little gag. <laughs>
1: oh my god the sequel to Amistad would be so sad
0: I know right like it would not be a happy story (laughs) it's like making a sequel to Schindler's List yeah but he plays a slave he's like on the slave ship (laughs) in Amistad too it's terrible but yeah they've got good rapport um in this movie lots of really good energy I wish that they had better material I think the way I think the Waynes brothers are super funny. And I think that, I think, I mean, at the time, people loved yes, this movie. Yes, Like, it's just a movie that.
1: Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm not, I'm guilty too. Totally.
0: It's one of those things where I, I like want to like heavily caveat that even though we don't like it now, like at the time, this was top tier comedy.
1: Yes. Yes. It
0: was top yes. <laughs> Top tier. Top tier comedy that didn't age well. And that's just something that we all have to live with. Like. Yeah.
1: We did this to ourselves.
0: I'm sure in 20 years we'll, we'll go and watch Bad again and we'll be like, I can't believe we thought that a little boy drawing dicks was That's so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. That's the way it goes, though.
1: Well, yeah. I, I can't say that I recommend this movie, Kate.
0: I can't either. Uh, I think that if you liked it, don't go back. Don't watch it. Don't go back.
1: Don't ruin it for yourself. Don't bother.
0: If you watched it once and you didn't like it, don't bother. (laughs) There are a lot of other movies in the world you can go see. And with that,
1: we hope you enjoyed our mini so skewering this not-so-great movie. If you like it and you think we're wrong, please tell us in the comments. We would love to point and laugh.
0: Yes, please. Or maybe you can corroborate my suspicion that Scary Movie 2 is better than Scary Movie. Right. Would love to know. All right. We'll see you next week. This was Not Quite Dead. Check out our other episodes wherever you
1: listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at notquitedeadpodcast and on Twitter at NQD underscore podcast.
0: Follow our blog for bonus content at notquitedeadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And happy watching.